Nowadays, there's stuff, and there's stuff you don't need to know. A podcast that talks about geek and nerd culture and brings you the things that you want to hear about. Everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and once again, we are looking at the first season of Stargirl, episode four, entitled Wildcat. Now, just like last week, there might be some mild spoilers with this. I'm going to try to keep the spoilers as light as I can, but I think if we're going to keep talking about these episodes and the show, um, there has to be some spoilers. So, again, I would highly recommend that you watch the episode before listening to this, but I think even if you haven't uh, watched it yet, you're pretty safe. So again, you know, we're we're four episodes in and I'm still really enjoying this show. Um, I definitely think it's really a breath of fresh air. I mean, before Stargirl, I was, you know, if you listen to the show, you know, I was reviewing Batwoman. I was watching Batwoman and I was enjoying that show. I, I thought it had a great story. Um, I think they kept it very close to the comics uh, in terms of Kate's origin, the look, the feel of it. And granted, Tale of Batwoman and the Tale of Stargirl and the new JSA, I mean, they're really two completely different stories. But, you know, after kind of the doom and gloom of Batwoman, it's really kind of nice here to get, I don't want to say more of a wholesome show, but definitely, I think I kind of said this in an episode or two ago, getting more of a kind of golden age feel here. Now, that's not to say that there's, you know, nothing bad in this in this show um and by bad i mean you know tragic or dark or anything like that um i mean i would hope by now you've watched last week's episode uh, episode three icicle you know as you know in that one icicle not only does he kill mr wizard but he kills mr wizard's son joey as well and it's actually during you know it's it's during that time that you know star girl kind of encounters her first failure um, you know, she's taken up the cosmic staff, you know, she has her costume, she's so positive, she's so upbeat, but really very early on in her career, she suffers a pretty major failure and it results in the death of somebody that she knew at school. And granted, when this episode starts off and, you know, it comes up again about what happened with Joey and again, you know, Pat is really again stressing that, you know, he doesn't want Courtney getting involved in this and, and, you know, tracking down the ISA and he does bring up Joey and, you know, she really does say that, look, you know, he wasn't really my friend, you know, but he was somebody I knew. And, you know, even though he wasn't my friend, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't protect him and I shouldn't, you know, now kind of like fight in his memory. And I think it's that, you know, again, it's that golden age kind of, mentality or sentimentality or just just really you know way of storytelling i think that's really helping this show out now you know this week with wildcat and you know like the title says you know we know that courtney's putting together jsa there, there's no secret there you know if you've made it this far in the show you know she's putting together the new jsa this week you know we're focusing on her um going out and recruiting and of course she's going to recruit somebody for wildcat first and here's what i find what's interesting is really kind of up to this point like i said you know with the jsa um the original jsa very very golden age 
and with the storytelling going on here in Stargirl, again, very, very golden age. But with we're looking at this origin of the new Wildcat, uh, who is going to be a young girl by the name of Yolanda Montez. Uh, we were introduced to, uh, to her way back when. In the first episode, we've seen her kind of in the in the next couple of episodes. She's the young girl that um, when Courtney first gets to school at Blue Valley High, and she's kind of relegated to the quote-unquote loser's table, Yolanda's the one that sits there very, very quietly and actually gets bullied, bullied by boys, bullied by girls. Um, she gets slut-shamed. She was the one that last week she was kind of slut-shamed by uh, one of the more popular girls at school who, you know, I had to kind of look it up just because they're not really throwing names around here. And it's actually a young girl by the name of Cindy Berman. And um, we kind of get the origin of that story as well as the origin of the new Wildcat here. And the thing is, like I said, pretty much up to this point, we're doing a lot of kind of golden age type of storytelling, keeping things very wholesome, keeping things very, very pure. Now with the introduction of the new Wildcat, Yolanda Montez, and, you know, kind of her backstory and what kind of leads her to decide to take on the mantle of Wildcat, is we're bringing in issues that, you know, we see really nowadays that writers back in the golden age really didn't have to deal with. So it's really nice to kind of get that mix. It's kind of nice to get that mix of really sort of modern problems, but being tackled, you know, kind of in a golden age way. Because again, you know, it's Courtney with kind of this golden age mentality of, you know, truth, justice, the American way, fighting for the little guy, doing the right thing. It's kind of that argument and it's kind of that persistence that she has that convinces or helps to convince Yolanda to accept the role of, or accept the mantle of being the new wild cat. Now, again, I really don't want to get too much into spoilers, you know, really, you know, go out and watch the show. But, you know, like I said, we, we've always, I would hope, that we've always kind of wondered, you know, what happened to Yolanda? Um, you know, in that very, very first episode, we, you know, we kind of get a hint at something that happened when um, I think members of the football team try to take her phone and are like, hey, do you have any more pictures on here? And when Courtney does confront them, they try to grab her phone like, hey, what kind of nasty pictures do you have on here as well? So we know that there ha it has to do something with that. Last week in the episode Icicle, we see Yolanda at her locker. We see that clearly it was Cindy Berman who spray painted or painted the word slut right across it and pretty much is in her face and is really kind of slut shaming her. And Yolanda is just, you know, she's trying to turn the other cheek or she's just trying to really kind of put her head down and just, just make it like through the end of the day. And really through the end of her high school career just wants to get out of there already and again it's courtney that kind of comes to her defense and you know really stand up for her and you know it's so you know we we, we start off this episode with kind of the backstory of what happened to yolanda and we see that actually yolanda was a very popular girl she was running for class president she was actually dating uh henry jr the son of brainwave and, you know, I mean, it's not really too much of a spoiler here, but basically something happened with pick, you know, a pick that she took and sent to Henry and pretty much ended up in the wrong hands and kind of got really sent out to just about everybody in the school. And that one event, you know, that one really terrible event pretty much led to her from going to probably one of the more popular girls at school and probably one of the most successful girls at school to now just 
just really what we see now. Um, it's really kind of a shame. But again, you know, Courtney's looking to she's looking to recruit. She's looking to put together this new um, this new JSA, and it's kind of funny because you know we saw her at the end of last episode collecting up all the relics, and I kind of you know in in the last podcast was saying we know that she's going to, or I should say. We know that there's going to be a new Wildcat, there's going to be a new Dr. Midnight, and there's going to be a new Our Man or Our Woman. You know, we still don't know. Um, but she collects other relics as well. And I kind of was like, well, what's going to happen with, you know, again, I'm going to assume that it's Alan Scott. You know, what's going to happen with his Green Lantern and Johnny Thunder's magic pen <laughs> you know what's going to happen with that well we kind of get an answer right away you know courtney's looking at everything she's looking at all you know sort of this collection of relics that she she gathered and she sees johnny thunder's pen and she starts clicking it absolutely nothing happens so she's just kind of like huh, magic pen whatever and she puts it in her little cup holder there you know her little pen holder there much later on in the episode at a different point we kind of see or i think actually when she leaves the room we hear again that kind of mischievous laughter coming from the pen. So, you know, we're not done with that yet. My kind of theory here is, you know, again, there's going to be a wildcat. We get that in this episode. Uh, the next two episodes are really going to be dedicated to, or I don't know if it's the next one or two episodes, but are going to be dedicated to getting the new Dr. Midnight and the new Our Man or Woman. So, you know, we, we know that this is going to happen. Um, I'm kind of thinking that the other relics that she did collect, um, Johnny Thunder's pen and, you know, Alan Scott's Green Lantern, are probably going to fall into the hands of the ISA. I just have a feeling about that. Um, they seem to be two very, very powerful items. I mean, again, every item that we have here, you know, from the cosmic staff all the way down are pretty darn powerful, but I have a feeling we're not going to get a new Green Lantern. We're not going to get a new Johnny Thunder. Um, I have a very bad feeling that those relics are going to end up in the hands of the ISA. Um, probably something to do with this American dream project that Icicle has going on. And we get a little bit more with that. Um, we get introduced to yet again, a few more members. Well, definitely an uh, another member of the ISA, uh, in, uh, a man by the name of Dr. Ito, AKA the dragon King. Now they call him Dr. Ito, but I saw the costume and I recognized him. I don't know that much about him, but clearly he's he's a scientist. He talks about he's doing experiments on his daughter. So potentially one of the kids in the high school is his daughter and is being experimented on or modified in some way. Really not quite sure who it is yet. Uh, I probably could have Googled it and looked it up, but I want to be surprised just like everybody else. Um, so he's clearly a scientist. <laughs> um I guess we can kind of call him a mad scientist. Uh, and apparently he is going to build a machine for Icicle to help out with this American dream thing. Um, clearly it's something that he has wanted to build. And I guess maybe the other members of the ISA have kind of shot it down, probably because even for them, it's too dangerous. And again, we're kind of getting hints at what is this American dream going to be, you know, from the talk or, you know, from what Icicle has been saying, what his wife said on her deathbed. It's something to make America better, to make it a better place, a safer place, to keep it safe for their children. 
we get a little further push with that here with Dragon King when he kind of says that, you know, yeah, let's let's do this. Let me build my machine. Let, let our plans go forward, you know, and it's going to be our sacrifice that makes the world a better place. So something really serious and something really big is brewing here. But again, most of the most of this episode is really dedicated to Yolanda and Yolanda, uh, Yolanda Montez and her becoming the new Wildcat. And again, it's Courtney that really is kind of at the forefront here with this golden age sentimentality, you know, with, you know, hey, you know, we have to fight the good fight. They, they kind of have, you know, where she kind of plays up the connection that they have with Henry Jr., um, you know, she knows that Henry Jr. was her boyfriend. She knows or they suspect that he had something to do with that picture of her being leaked. So it's sort of like I think Courtney even says it, you know, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of a thing. And, you know, kind of saying like, hey, this is why we should help each other out here. And, you know, it's really kind of nice to see her. You know, Yolanda kind of open up more. We see what happens to her in the beginning. We kind of get a glimpse at her home life and, you know, what it's like. You know, we see what it was like before the picture incident and we see what it's like after the picture incident. And it's it's really a big difference. And um, it's really, you know, again, it's, it's that great, great storytelling of, you know, just really kind of basic human actions and human emotions and you know again i i just think they're doing a really really good job with this show um what i mean by that is you know obviously with everything that happened you know y yolanda is very very ashamed her family feels her family feels dishonored they feel disgraced and you kind of see that they really put all of that on her it's sort of like there's this great cloud of shame hanging over the Montez family, and it's all because of you, Yolanda. And, you know, what's really, really good about Courtney deciding to recruit her to be the new Wildcat, um, I think it's more than the fact that when she's looking through an old yearbook, she sees that Yolanda, I don't think it was on the boxing team, but we see that Yolanda... Every day after school, she goes to the gym and really kind of as a workout or stress reliever, really with everything going on, she boxes. And we know that, you know, the original Wildcat was a former heavyweight champion. I mean, that's kind of, you know, the MO of that character, you know, a former boxer uh, who then takes up the mantle of Wildcat. And if you've ever watched um, some of the animated series, especially I think it's Batman Brave and Bold, we do see Wildcat again, uh, the original Wildcat, and, you know, by the end of his episode, he's kind of training the next generation of heroes sort of a thing. Like, he's he's kind of like one of those guys was like, you know, hey, I grew up in a real lousy neighborhood, but, you know, I became the heavyweight champ. I fought my way out. Now I'm going to come back and, you know, I'm going to give back to the community. I'm going tr to train the next sort of like the next generation of heroes. And I think that when Courtney looks at the yearbook, yes, that she, she sees that she sees that Yolanda boxes, you know, she loves to box, but she sees a lot more than that. You know, she sees a girl that was very driven, very dedicated, almost sort of like a natural leader um, and just really a very, very good person. And I think it's really those qualities that kind of lead her to believe that yes, this girl needs to be the new wildcat. 
And, you know, again, she kind of pursues Yolanda and Yolanda really tries to shut her down. But, you know, that's not Courtney. Courtney is not going to be shut down that easily. You know, she wants to form the JSA. She wants to get justice for her father. She wants to protect her family. She wants to do all the right things. And she knows that she needs a team. So she doesn't take no for an answer. Um, and really kind of what happens, you know, the rest of this episode with the two of them working together, uh, a star girl and wildcat with Yolanda really kind of accepting that mantle because yes, you know, she listens to Courtney. She tries on the suit. They experiment with it. They kind of go on a mission, but at the end of it, she's sort of like, no, this isn't for me. You know, that incident that happened three months ago really changed my life and i really want to claim my life again but you know again try not to give too spo- too much spoilers here you know things happen in this episode that make her realize that it's not that easy it's not that easy for her to get her old life back she might not ever get her old life back but she's like courtney's the type of person she wants to do what's right you know she she wants she wants justice just as much as courtney does and i think it's great that you know this is kind of the first member of the new jsa that we see and like i said in the next episode or two episodes we're going to see the new dr midnight and the new hour man or our woman girl um We'll have to wait and see and see what happens with that. Guys, thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram. Stuff you don't need to know is there. I post pictures uh, about the content that I talk about. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later. You remember when you were young and you wanted to set the-